It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Thanks for joining us again on Smart Money Questions. Walter Strohl here with you this week alongside Matt Hausman, the founder of Old Security Group. And are you ready for retirement? That's the question we're asking today on the podcast. And we're going to take a look at how that conversation about retirement readiness usually takes shape. And I think this will be an interesting conversation, Matt, because people fall into lots of different categories when it comes to kind of figuring out, am I ready for retirement? or not. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions to see how this conversation usually plays out, because there's kind of one camp of folks, I guess, get to that retirement age that we kind of set, whether that be 62, 65, you know, just in that range. And all of a sudden they get there and they're like, you know what, I don't want to retire. Do you find that that's usually because they're enjoying their job? Or is it more of a defense mechanism because they feel that they can't or they're unable to retire for certain financial reasons? You know, it's always been both. I have had people, as a matter of fact, I had someone in the office last week. He just flat told me, listen, I love what I do. I'm going to keep going until they tell me they're not going to have me there. And he was in a financial position where he could have walked in today and said, I'm done. On the other side, I have people that are looking or have described to me that they're, you know, I'm looking at retirement, but I don't know that I can do it. And sometimes it's financial, but other times it's, I call it the paradigm shift that happens. You know, when you're working and there's a paycheck coming in is you're not having to look at quote, everything I've accumulated. And now whatever that money is has to start providing me versus my employer sending me a paycheck. And that's a huge paradigm shift. And usually what will happen is if they haven't done the planning or in some cases they've been forced into early retirement quick without planning, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? So it really kind of fits into both camps. The interesting thing is many of our clients after they have retired, and by the way, let me define what my idea of retirement is. It's when the paycheck stops or substantially goes down, maybe we just go work part-time, is when that happens about 80% of them go out and find something part-time, even if they're not getting paid for it. It could be working at the church or a charity or something, is they're having to stay into that social area instead of just staying at home. Or, you know, you can only play so much golf or go fishing or play tennis or what have you. So they have to keep that fire going, so to speak. A real good buddy of mine's dad, I remember him telling me, that he'd been in the tax business for 45 years. And he said, you know, I'm always amazed that when people come in and they're talking to us about that they've retired, they've stopped working. If they don't do something to keep the mind working, the mind is mush within two or three years. And, you know, the great thing about what he was able to do was he was actually meeting with clients and still doing accounting work until the day he passed away. And he always remained sharp that entire time. So I think that's one of the big things that we want to think about. I've seen that happen as well, where you have to do something with the mind to keep it there. So whether you are financially ready to retire is you have to be mentally ready as well. And what else are you going to do? 
Yeah, so uh, interesting to see how that conversation plays out. And that makes sense that you're seeing it in both of those camps because I don't want to retire or because I feel like I can't for certain financial reasons. Let's focus on the, I guess, latter portion of that or maybe part B of that latter portion for those who are actually financially able to retire comfortably, but they don't have the confidence in their ability to be able to do it. Uh, Let's kind of psychoanalyze that, if you will. Why do these folks lack the confidence? Where does that come from? Yeah, call me Dr. Fraser Crane. There there you go. (laughs) Let me cue up that intro music here for you. (laughs) I've always found it's fear. Mm. And the fear is the unknown because they haven't done the planning. They haven't taken the time, as we were talking about before, understand how am I going to have that continual income stream that is going to meet my needs and and my wants? We find that most people are very active first five to seven years in retirement, you know, as I call it, checking off the bucket list. And the biggest fear is running out of money. And I joke moving back in with the kids because no one wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't done that planning, then there's a fear of the unknown And the reality is, especially what you pointed out, is that they could retire comfortably financially, but they haven't really taken the time to recognize that they are financially okay. And they do have the means to go ahead and retire. Yeah, it's fear. Uh, We've talked about this before on the podcast and the role that it plays in a retirement plan is so, so amazing to see play out. Sometimes it's for the better. We've been given that emotion, that feeling for a reason. And other times it can wreak havoc. I guess on the flip side of that coin, let's address that, Matt. Do you have people who are ready to retire as soon as they humanly possibly can pull the trigger but they're just not in that financial position to do it? And then how do you handle those conversations? Well, it's interesting you say that. I've actually had people walk into my office and say, I just want to let you know I gave my notice two weeks ago. (laughs) And now I need a plan. (laughs) Yeah, and, and, and I'm not making this up. I mean, this literally happened this year. I had someone that I had spoke to about 18 months ago. And long story short, he just kind of disappeared. And we didn't hear from him. And I got a phone call back in March. Like, I can't make this stuff up, really. I got a call on Wednesday. And his comment to Maggie was, I think I might have backed myself into a corner. I signed off on an early retirement package. And my last day is Friday. Is there any way I can meet with Matt before then? Wow. Long story short, we met on Thursday. We went through things. But it was a process of getting all of the different things in place. He was prior to the age of 65. He didn't have an understanding on what the health care was going to be provided. Is he going to have to pay? Are they going to pay? Is there going to be a a share of that cost? What's the income going to look like? Luckily, we had already done some things or had done some planning last year that we just had to massage a little bit. But to answer your question, absolutely. Many times I've had people that they want to retire or they've actually done it. And I have to have an uncomfortable conversation with them to let them know, you know, realistically, financially, it's not going to last as long as you want it to last. And maybe you can leave where you are now, but you're going to need to go get something part time. Hmm. You're going to have to have an additional income stream coming in because the assets and Social Security, maybe a small pension, aren't meeting the financial needs. Forget the wants. They're not meeting the financial needs that you have right now. And a lot of that comes to, and people hear me talk about this all the time, 
they're not understanding the tax consequence of withdrawals out of their 401k or their 403b or their IRAs. They're looking at that statement on however much money is there and they're thinking it's all theirs. And they're not understanding it's not. Like, listen, you owe Uncle Sam with that money coming out the door, which is going to diminish how much you're putting in your pocket because you're always going to have a tax cost. And that usually ends up when they've seen it and they can recognize, oh, now, okay, I can go get a part-time job and work 20 hours a week and I can get out of that situation. I literally had someone say this five years ago. I can't stand the smell of my coworker's feet because he takes his shoes off. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's Um, got a reason. (laughs) Everyone's got a reason. Uh, I can at least go and do that and then they can see. But yeah, I've unfortunately been the messenger of bad news. I actually had someone in the office about six months ago that had pulled the ladder where they had already left and they came in and they wanted us to put a plan together. And quite frankly, I looked at him and I said, unfortunately, I'm not a multiplier here. I can't take what you have and multiply it four or five times to tell you it's going to be okay. Unfortunately, we can't help you. Yeah. And those aren't comfortable conversations. That's for sure. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So how do you take it from, all right, here's our problem, here's the conversation, to now, all right, we've determined that you've got to work longer than you wanted or planned to. How do you help somebody kind of work all the way through that issue? Are you able to then give them a more realistic date? What's the problem solving look like from that standpoint? Well, if they're willing to go through the exercise with us and we'll put some plans in place where they're at least able to recognize, okay, I know I want to retire yesterday but I'm going to need to work another three years. And when they can see the light at the end of the tunnel, people just don't understand. There's a misunderstanding out there, whether it's ignorance or misinformation, that you don't need to start thinking about retirement until the day you retire. The reality is you want to start putting things in place prior to that date. So it's a smooth transition from the time of walking in and having that retirement party to then waking up on Monday and realizing you're not going to work and you don't have to worry about where the money's going to come to keep the lights on. And what I've recognized is when people can see that and recognize that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I have one person that just came on board with us and her conversation was, I want to be done. Like I've been working for 40 years. I mean, I'm, I'm done with all of this. And we went through this process and she was able to see, in her case, it actually was, it was three years. And the next time she came in, she showed me on her phone, look at my calendar, look what's circled. At least I know now that's realistic. And, you know, for us, that's a real comforting feeling. So then they're able to know. So if we go all the way back to one of the questions you had earlier, why don't people do it even when they're financially able to is fear We've eliminated the fear because of the planning process. So I always remember hearing decades ago, I hate to use that word decades, fear, false (laughs) evidence appearing real Mm -hmm. is once we can take that false out, now we can take evidence that is real and that usually provides them a sense of comfort. Well, if you are not quite sure if you can answer that question, are you ready for retirement? It's worth having a conversation with Matt Hausman. And Matt, I know you have offices in Westchester and in Newark, Delaware as well, but you work with clients all across the country. 
If I want to discuss this with you further, if I'm nearing retirement and I'm not quite sure I can answer that question, am I ready for retirement? I still have those question marks in my financial plan. What's the conversation usually look like from the get-go? What's your process to help me kind of walk through this situation? Well, we go through a three-appointment process where the first one really is what I call a discovery meeting. And most of the time, it's me asking more questions of the clients than they are of me because I'm wanting to look at their whole financial picture and I'm asking questions. Why do we have this there? Why is this over there? What's your intention with this one? Because that helps me understand what their thinking was when we go into the next meeting, which is a design meeting. And the design meeting is where we're going to work together to come to what their retirement looks like. Maybe we need to move some things around. Maybe we need better income streams. Maybe we need to hold off on social security. And all of that goes into the design process. And then the third meeting we always have is what I call the Q&A, because usually those first two meetings are pretty intense with information. So sometimes there's information overload. So in the third meeting, it's the opportunity to really go through. And my goal is to always make sure that the client has a conceptual understanding on what we're doing, but most importantly, why. What's the purpose of shifting the money from here to here? What is that accomplishing? Because when I can recognize that conceptually they understand, then I know that they're more comfortable with the process of implementing the plan. Absolutely. And if you want to get in touch with Matt, here are the two easy ways to do it. One, you can give him a call, 610-719-3003. Again, that's 610-719-3003. Matt's the founder of Old Security Group and serves you not only in the Westchester and Newark areas and everywhere in between, but also across the country. If you want to get in touch, Matt has clients in multiple states across the nation. SmartMoneyQuestions.com is the website where you can listen to past podcasts and also get more information about Matt and the team. SmartMoneyQuestions.com is the site. This has been the Smart Money Questions podcast. Coming up on the next podcast, we're going to talk specifically about required minimum distributions. Maybe they're not the most exciting financial topic, but boy, do they have some huge implications on your financial plan if you don't handle them properly. And unfortunately, way too many times, people just ignore these until it's too late to really plan in advance for them. And then you're reacting instead of being proactive. So we'll talk about why it's so important to be proactive when it comes to planning for good old RMDs. That'll be on the next edition of the Smart Money Questions podcast. Podcast.